Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3cr855am3crdigital3cr.org.au and 3cr on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon till 1 every sunday afternoon currently australian eastern summer time thanks for your company and welcome to all the lands, 3CR um, welcomes you from Wurundjeri land where we broadcast and acknowledges um, any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander peoples um, listening in and um, hi to elders past, present and emerging listening in and we acknowledge that the land was stolen and never ceded. What a way to get a hopefully, well I, th- I think there is a reason for hope, a brand new better year underway, 2021, the first live show for the year. Um, thanks if you tuned in over summer to listen to the various repeat shows. Very, very awesome. Um, 3CR, um, th- this show, Out of the Pan on 3CR, I beg your pardon, covers pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. There's ways to get in touch with the program. You could be listening for the first time and you think, how if I have a thought, a comment a, or a query, be warned, there's puns if you're listening for the first time. How do you do this? Well, you can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. What are your tips for the Royal Rumble tomorrow? And you can look for the posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner AM, and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And any opinions that I express on the show are strictly my own, not connected to any organisation with which I have been or are currently involved. And I can't talk about the future because I'm not that much of a clairvoyant. Um, Anyway, what's on the show today? Well, we'll ease our way back into the new year with um, catching up on things what have happened over the last five or six weeks. Um, Lots to catch up on, um, both in the proverbial big picture and um, sort of... um, also boiling down um, or drilling down to local news. Now, the thing that I would just mention at the start of the show um, is that um, as happily more and more presenters come back live to 3CR after last year of recording from home and um, having cat noises and dog noises in the background, well, you, I mean, if you've got a assistance dog, you may ring the dog in, but they're very good. They don't bark. Seriously, um, I need to finish, you know, a lot of shows will finish a bit earlier so we can change over, clean the studio and be COVID safe, but bring you more live radio. So you'll um, get lots of, get a long track at the end of each show for a little while until we are sure that everything's all right or until... Um, if it works, a vaccine is magic. So um, not quite the 22 and a half minute version of Donna Summer's Love to Love You Baby, but something like that. Well, I think, you know, it's got to start with the, there's been some news from the United States over the last six weeks, two things. Um, Let's start with the good idea, the good stuff first. And that is that, um, thankfully, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have taken office and are now president and vice president, and we don't have to say elect um, anymore. Um, and um, thanks, by the way, to Hilda, um, who's um, posted on Twitter that it's fantastic to have the show back. Good luck and have fun with buying back, being back. Yes, we like it. Um, we like that too. Um, have another thank you in a minute. There's another way you can get in touch with the show. Um, it's just not as quite as immediate. I'll come to that in a second. But um, yeah, um, great to have Biden and Harris in. I mean, it's just this sense of a breath of psychological fresh air. I saw someone tweet yesterday that they don't feel you know, like they're on edge every second. What's um, the previous president going to do that's so silly? Nah, 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 nah. 
And of course, we've seen lots of good things and lots of queer things. Within 24 to 48 hours, um, the White House had a contact form was um, asked for your pronouns. Oh, yep, common sense. Coming from the top, you've got to like that. Um, we've um, also seen um, trans people reinstated in the military, a um, quick reversal of that. And there's other things that go beyond, we'll say, where queer is the proverbial centre of the intersection, better treatment of people on the border, um, families, that sort of thing. So it is such a breath of fresh air to get some common sense humanity back in so quickly. But we can't, I don't really think we can ignore, of course, what happened back on 6 January US time. Um, Impossible to ignore it. And, you know, what happened at the Capitol building that day is just beyond comprehension. Now, yes, there are people, coups and all sorts of things where parliamentary buildings are stormed um, all over the world. But this is supposedly the world's greatest democracy. And you've got to look at the how it happened and the people who got involved. Now, I don't claim to understand the the sociology and psychology of a range of American people, but just let's forget the American bit. How can people believe what is going on? This is where the deeper issue lies, in my humble opinion, that we've got real issues where people can't accept something they just don't agree with and storm a parliamentary building. But we see it so often everywhere that Um, on the roads, pedestrians will just cross because they can, never mind that um, there's a stream of vehicles coming and they have to come to a screeching halt. And this is where we have, in my opinion, an issue with um, humanity in about the last 40 years that sadly there's been an increase in selfishness, nastiness and greed. People just think about themselves and what they want and don't believe in win-win solutions and working together. And of course, there's a lot of spin and social media and fake news. So the challenge for the future now is how we keep get back to a better place of principle, where we do genuinely agree to disagree. And we cut past all the cliches like cancel culture and politically correct and all the rest and just get back to some common sense. And we also need to stop debating about the right to an opinion and start debating again about which opinions are right. And I think we'll find that if we start doing that and more to the point, implementing those ideas, who knows, we might just get back in a better direction. So um, certainly the events in America have relevance way beyond um, Washington, D.C., and we'll look forward to more good things. I believe Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have promised a comprehensive program to um, stop trans homelessness, which would in at least in part, I think, um, stop some of the horrendous trans hate crimes. If people are homeless, there is logically more probability that they, um, you know, sort of will be subject to hate crimes if they're out on the street rather than perhaps in a safer place. So let's hope that that can get implemented. But it also shows a sign of compassion and maybe people will take note of that. Um, let's also hope it spreads to Australia. Um, there's already talk um, that there's a federal election that can be called any time from around September this year through um, to um, sometime next year, and election speculation is rife, speculation over Anthony Albanese's leadership. And yes, there's an emphasis on leadership, but let's also do policy. And really, is Scott Morrison so great? And once we get clear of COVID and we go back to pre-COVID, what's he actually done? Things to think about. Um, but yes, Labor could lift their game. Well, I said there was one other way you can get in touch with the show, 
and um, that is certainly via snail mail here to 21 Smith Street or our P.O. Box. And I just came into the station for the first time this year since the last live show. And I've got to give thanks to Melina for her card and very small gift. Um, Good to have you with us. And hello to all, of course. Out of the Pan doesn't have regular listeners. We have awesome listeners um, of all sorts, no matter how long you've been listening for, whether this is your... Um, the first time you've listened or you've listened many, many times before or a few or all non-binary points in between. Good to have you um, with us. And yeah, we opened up today to welcome us back. Um, Welcome to Gadigal Land um, with Midnight Oil from the Makarata Project. Um, And that track features Dan Sultan, Joel Davison, Kalina Briggs and Bunna Laurie. Great clip for that one as well. And yours truly um, got um, musical um vouchers um for um seasonal gifts and um we'll um you know be playing some of that music for better or worse um over the next few shows to open the year anyway um let's um have some more music of sorts and well um one of the albums that I did buy with this I haven't bought her in a long time um lost track a bit Gina Jeffries um put out an album called um um, um, towards in 2019, which I missed, unfortunately, and um, Beautiful Thoughts. And um, here's a track where she duets with, or features, um, Lee Kernigan, and he still wants to dance with her. Have a dance. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs> He's the prettiest one And he knows he's the luckiest man under the sun She melts into that blue in his eyes And she still falls in love with that boy after all this time And when they play their favorite song We know it won't be long till he Right through the good times and bad But he took the lead And he never let go of a hand He melts into the green in her eyes And he still falls in love with that girl After all this time And when they play their favorite song We know it won't be long Oh 
Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moon Mullican, Lefty Vizelle, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it all this lasting delusion about children trapped in tunnels. That's how we got Aussie Q, it seems, and now everything else. I mean, now it's just a six-month pipeline from that to Australians who who, who live in this alternate uh, American fantasy land where they post about Donald Trump all the time. So its ability to via Save the Children stuff to get a whole range of different political persuasions in is what I found fascinating, you know? I talk a lot in the Aussie Q videos about how your auntie, she might not be that far right wing now but she might be quite left she might just be a spiritual hippie type but there's this broad appeal to things like save the children and great awakenings there's almost a hippie-like quality to it particularly when you tone down the whole MAGA element of, of traditional Q and it's getting people in there but Q is not just a conspiracy theory is it it is this conspiracy theory that is meant to drag you right after a few months so your auntie's gonna be talking about make Australia great again in six months if she isn't right now listening to Radical Radio 3CR. Radical Radio, that's us, and loving it. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon, as currently Australian Eastern Summertime, and we'll be on summertime for a few more months. Um, just heard from Gina Jeffries, and it's beautiful. Tangle is the album. I'll put my specs on and clean them properly. Uh, he still wants to dance with her, with, featuring Lee Kernigan. Um, Gina's voice just as good as it ever has been. Um, so beautiful and smooth. And of course, as I said, open the show with Midnight Oil from the Macarata Project and Gadigal Land. Um, there's a few birthdays around today, which I'll get to in a minute, um, including some musical ones. There's a hint for the next track. Um, see if you can find out who I mean. But um, we also do have to talk about some sad stuff here. So content warning, uh, mentioning not transphobic deaths, but just passing of trans people. Um, something that um, one of our, uh, as I say, our awesome listeners has sent in, but not so awesome news, unfortunately. Um, and that is the passing of trans producer Sophie Zeon, um, I believe it would be pronounced Zeon, dies in a freak accident, um, a motorcycle accident, I believe, in Athens, Greece. Um, and a very, um, I must admit, of course, um, that I had, I'd be the first to say I'd not heard of Sophie, um, said the person whose musical tastes are stuck. Yes, I admit it, just if you don't like them, you can go make a cup of coffee or something during those tracks. But um, she um, has been described as a pioneer of new sound, one of the most influential artists of the last decade in genius production and creativity, the message and visibility that was um, achieved, an icon of liberation. And Hoffler has messaged me saying she was open about her identity in her music. And um, I think that's um, you know, sort of really, really important that we have that visibility. It's still needed. And... Um, yeah, very, very sad scenario, and we'll respect um, 
her privacy and just send all strength and soothing and calming vibes and strengthening vibes to those who may have known her and perhaps those who will miss her because there is no new music. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, sort of um, was the story of Bridget Flack, which emerged late last year. And again, respect to the family. But the day after the last live show last year was a sort of a gathering, a sort of memorial held at Edinburgh Gardens in um, Clifton Hill here in Melbourne for Bridget and all strength to her. And there was a lot of um, queer people, including trans people, um, a lot of queer people who didn't know her just went along to pay respects and show solidarity and the community stood together. And um, so, um, sorry, um, Tanya's um, sister has, um, you know, sort of, um, um, uh, sorry, Bridget's sister, I beg your pardon, Angela, um, was, um, you know, sort of obviously very emotional, but very grateful for the support of um, the community and um, also, um, you know, our hopes to do something to work with the trans community to make sure services for trans people um, improve. And, um, you know, there's an article here um, in Star Observer from late last year, 23 December, um, where um, about 300 people turned up, a bright and shining star and an artistic explorer as well. DJ Brigida was her DJing name. It's a bit a bit like wrestling. Um, I'm not sure what my wrestling name will be. You can um, email in with some ideas. Um, got into electronic music by Chumbawamba, a band she fell in love with at age 12. Um, she'd been throwing parties and, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, had done lots for the community as well. And yeah, um, all regards to family and friends and particularly Bridget's sister, Angela Pucci Love. Um, and I hope that we can, in the trans community, do something to, um, honour her and make sure that things can be done more quickly. One thing that I didn't know was that, um, only apparently police can declare someone missing. So if they don't, then nothing happens. I think there's, or something like that, I think there's got to be a better way to do that. But if someone goes missing because they're at risk of perhaps their mental health, surely we can change whatever laws or regulations to fix that. So really, really important. Um, so, um, yeah, um, it's good to have that solidarity and standing together even in sad times. Um, not so much sad, but um, normally on this day, well, I wouldn't be here. I'd be taking another week off because usually this particular um, date, which is, I think, the fifth Sunday of the year, um, last in January, would be Pride March. But um, a reminder that Midsummer and Pride March are happening later in the year. Um, and that's a fair call, I think, on a number of counts. You know, at the time when Midsummer had to make that decision, the you know there was still lots of uncertainty about COVID and social gatherings and all that sort of thing and smaller venues um you know are going to um you know you're going to find it harder to make money and all that sort of thing um but having a look at the midsummer website here um let's just get our dates um pride march well it will be 23rd of may this year so around the time of international day against homo by um transphobia possibly interphobia as well I won't speak for intersex people on that. And the festival itself, 19 April to 5th of May. So if you wanted to get some sort of event going, now is the time to um, start registering, thinking about it, getting it in there. Um, and, well, um, some good news, I have to say, for me personally, 
where I live in the city of Manningham to the east, about 13, 12, 12 to 15 k's east of Melbourne's central district, um, will be marching in Pride March for the first time, voted unanimously on on Thursday night, which is really exciting um, that the council approved that, which is pretty awesome. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting area where I live. I think that... Um, you know, it's, I've never had an ounce of queer phobia, but acknowledging that perhaps I've built myself confidence, that sort of thing, it might be harder for others, um, say younger people in particular. And of course, um, there's not so perhaps the rainbow visibility. So hopefully this will give that start giving that visibility and then programs can be put in place. Um, you know, there is also a openly gay male councillor on the city of Manningham um, elected last year, part of the good work done by the Rainbow Votes campaign headed by the now Victorian Pride Lobby, formerly Victorian Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby. So there's some good things happening there. So, yep, um, registration's open. got to be in by about the 7th of March if you want to register some sort of midsummer event, performance, community, thereupon to wit, um, you know, those sorts of things. And let's see what we can do. Um, all right. Um what else has been going on? Um, well, I um, wanted to yeah, mention that Midsummer, um, you know, as I say, delayed, um, but um, yeah, start um, thinking about that very, very soon. All right, let's have some more music. Now, I mentioned there were birthdays, um, and um, well, one today is John Lydon, aka Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols, um, but another one who... I dug out because I had to, I always liked his guitar work, is Lloyd Cole and um, Perfect Skin and Rattlesnakes were two well-known tracks, but I always liked this one. And, well, if you've had been on holidays and just chilled out, you may have had a few of these. Here's Lloyd Cole and the Commotions and A Lost Weekend. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Oops. Please laugh along with me.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon until one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, Well, we just heard from Lloyd Cole. It is his birthday today, along with Johnny Lydon, and also on the birthday front, nothing to do with music, but someone who was long forgotten, but I'd only heard of this person once, and I'll give my age away, um, she was mentioned in a book by um, someone called John O'Grady, also who wrote under the pseudonym Nino Colotta, who wrote books in the 1950s and 60s, the Nino Colotta character based on an Italian migrant who came to Australia um, and had trouble understanding our, um, you know, our version of English, all that sort of thing. But John O'Grady, um, a great character, he put out a book called Now Listen, Mate, to, um, in the 70s, which was his series of short essays on a range of topics, including sex and censorship. And in this, he quoted someone called Tallulah Bankhead, who is reputed to have said, I couldn't find a reference to this quote, um, an American is a guy with sex on the brain, what a hell of a place to keep it. And when I looked up Tallulah Bankhead this morning, some of the quotes she came up with were quite, are quite um, awesome, but including um, this one, um, which a couple which um, you know, sort of made me um, stop and think because I didn't know about this. Now, Tallulah Bankhead was born in 1902, so a long, long time ago, um, and she was an American actress and passed away in 1968. And um, you know, sort of on you know, sort of on stage, looks like a femme of her time. Um, very sort of, you know, sort of, there's a picture on um, Wikipedia with her with the, the twin set um, of pearls. But some of the quotes that she's come up with, uh, she's listed on a couple of sites here, um, is are quite enormous. Um, and I'm just trying to find, ah, here we go. Now, it's mention of sex here, but so, uh, you know, if you've got your little kitties um, listening, perhaps block your ears if they're under 16. But she said, quote, going down on a woman gives me a stiff neck. Going down on a man gives me locked jaw and conventional sex gives me claustrophobia. Now, remember, this is someone born in 1902 who died in 1968 and she's talking queer stuff. Now, I had no idea about this. And I think this is why sometimes um, we need to remember that what is it all that is old is new again or something like that. 
And um, there's some. There's a couple of other queer quotes that I found here, and there's a couple of others that are just awesome. Um, Only good girls keep diaries, bad girls don't have time. Um, like that one. Um, I have been absolutely hag-ridden with ambition. If I could wish the world anything to, in the world, it would be to be free of ambition. Um, she's also said, I can read Shakespeare in the Bible and I can shoot dice. That's what I call a liberal education. Um, and... <laughs> Um, also one that's more famous, if I had to live my life again, I'd make the same mistakes only sooner. Well, I like this person. I think I've discovered a role model or something. Um, anyway, um, so lots of good stuff in there. It is her, an anniversary of her birthday today. Um, and as well as we said, Johnny, Johnny Lydon and Lloyd Cole. Um, and then she's also said a Republican, a Republican, that's worse than being a goddamn communist. Um, that's also good as well. Um, so, um, 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 there's lots of good ones here and I'll try to find the other queer one before the end of the show. Now I've had a message in, and this is of course the controversial topic of the last fortnight or so. Hello, roving reporter. I'll read it, um, in full, begin quote. Welcome back, Sally. Glad to be listening. And I'm eager to hear your views about Margaret Court and people giving back their awards with a list that is growing. I immediately thought of you and thought it was a very Sally thing to do to giving it back, end quote, roving reporter. Well, you know, there are various views on this, and obviously let's be clear about this to start with. I obviously find um, Margaret Court's views abhorrent, they're baseless, and I will say one thing, though, she has a right to say them in her church. You know, that's freedom of religion. And, you know, if at the moment anyone steps outside their place of worship, that's when they're in public debate and whether they're religious or not, how can it be different if someone says, um, excuse me, saying this, I hate gays, how is it that a religious person has freedom to do that but somebody says, oh, but I'm not really religious, I'm a, I don't believe in any religion at all, is then vilifying. It doesn't make sense. And this is where Margaret Court's views, in my opinion, are certainly abhorrent. Um, but the thing is, I've been asked, would, and I knew someone would ask me this, and, and, and all listeners, would I hand back my award? And I'm going to say no, for the following reasons, um, in no particular order. When I went to my, um, in, um, um, sort of receiving the award, I can't the, the word just escaped me for the moment, um, the um, ceremony, um, I was struck by the number of people who are genuinely good people doing good stuff humbly at the grassroots, often without recognition. And people from you know very small country towns, people in medicine, people doing all sorts of good social justice stuff. And of course, Margaret Court and Bettina Arndt, I find the fact that they get awards for the wrong reasons is wrong. But 98, 99% of people maybe do deserve them, or maybe 90%. And so... I also think that the work that I try to do in my life, the queer with queer stuff, the social justice stuff, is enhanced by having the um, Order of Australia that I have, and to hand it back would make that job work um, less effective, more or harder to do, and it wouldn't help the people who would benefit um, from what I can offer. And also, if I stay as an Order of Australia, there's got to be a cl- what needs to happen is that current living um, honours recipients need to be surveyed on how they can improve the system. And I think one thing that could improve it is that we need um, sort of assessment panels from a broader range of people. And also people who have been um, serving politicians for, say, um, current 
or um, passed for, say, five or even ten years ago should be disqualified from those politicians so that there is no political bias. And also anyone who tries to bring in political bias into it should be fined or jailed or something like that. Um, last, I also just would like to say that I don't see how handing back my award will really achieve anything. I respect those like Dr Sue in Canberra who have done it, but um, you know, I think this is one place where there's a saying that someone said to me years ago, which is, do you create change from outside or inside a system? And of course, there is no binary answer. And it's going to vary according to your own values, to circumstances, to people, to timing, lots of things. And I think I can um, you know, do something from inside the system to change it, and that would be what I would intend to do. And I've just offered some suggestions that I think would improve it. And so in that sense, no, I'm not going to hand it back because just because Margaret Court's uh, Margaret Court and because there has probably been some sort of patronage that I don't think is the answer here. Where you have privilege, you try to use it, um, to quote Batpan, for good and not evil purposes, Robin, and I think the privilege that I have can be used. So there's my serious rant for the day. I totally, as I say, respect that there are going to be different opinions on this. Some people will um, have a dig at me. Um, that's your choice um, for so doing. Um, all right. Um, what have we got next on the program? Um, we've got um, a great track from an album by Shane Howard, who's as good as he ever has been in 40 years of music. And well, when you combine with someone else good being John Schumann, you come up with this sensational track, Times Like These, from last year's um, album, Dark Matter. Here's Shane Howard and John Schumann. You're on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Living in the darkness, living with the fear Forgotten where we came from, drifting in the mist With the mainmast broken and the heads all ripped They run with hairs, they hunt with the hounds They trample all over the sacred ground I listen for the outrage, the shock, horror, howl I hardly hear a murmur or a sound In times like these Tearing up a chart The sextant is broken And we can't see the stars On the southern skyline There are storm clouds dark We're running out of courage And we're running out of heart I can't believe That we're back on our knees Anybody out there Anybody please Just need something Something to believe Someone to write me songs Times like these Loudly denying what the rest of us can see There goes the atmosphere, there go the seas There goes all we fought for, dying by the greens There go your rights and there go your wages There goes everything you thought was saving Fossil fools who don't know what they're doing Driving us all into the ruin of times like these Times like these 
Would you like to get involved in the decision-making process at 3CR? Nominations are now open in 3CR's Community Radio Federation elections. You can stand as a subscriber representative and have valuable input into the programming and future direction of this diverse and dynamic radio station. Nominations are due by Wednesday the 17th of February, 5pm. For more information, contact 3CR Station Manager on 9419 when you compare an old growth forest compared to a forest which is regrowing after a disturbance like logging, they're actually quite different ecosystems. Generally, like older, wetter forests, slow down the path of fire and this is actually quite a well-known phenomenon. Historically these big large fires have been quite rare but what we've seen in the last 20 years is they're becoming quite a lot more common so we've had three in the last 20 years. This is definitely because of climate change which is making our ecosystems a lot drier and the fire weather more intense. We need to keep radical voices on air Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon till one Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, Freedom of Species coming up um, at one o'clock and, um, of course, in Psychedelia at two, which talks about um, you know, things to do with um, substances and things. And, well, here's what, not this wasn't the Tallulah Bankhead quote I was thinking of, um, and I do not make fun of anyone who's had issues with substances, but she said, my father warned me about men and booze, but never said anything about women and cocaine. And the other quote um, that I think, well, she was way ahead of her time, wasn't she? 
She said, I've had a man and I've had a woman and there's got to be something better. Well, I'm sorry you didn't live to see more non-binary people, um, Tallulah. But, um, yes, you're definitely becoming my idol. There you go. Um, won't get to meet you, though. Anyway, um, got to get out of here and make way for freedom of species. As I say, I'm needing to play long tracks so we can clean the studio while um, I leave and they come in. Um, and we'll take it out today with the Eagles, who um, you will be tortured um, on this show by a live album that they put out in 2018. But today we've got a long track from their um, um, studio album of 2007, the double album, um, The Long Road Out of Eden. Here is the um, 10-minute um, title track from the Eagles. Um, good to be back with you. Um, remember, if you want to tell your story on the show, it's here for you. Um, if you... Um, you know, or if you've got stuff to get in touch, get in touch with me via all the show. Um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of all all back. And we've had some tweets come in. Um, Hilda's said, um, all the non-binary dots in between. Love to um, hear you making fresh new jokes, the playful puns you show off with an out of the pan of by fabulous. Yes, that's what we like. Um, puns. We're still waiting on that research um, that proves the linkage between multi-gender attraction and punning. Just have, keep having trouble getting the funding. Anyway, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Um, thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Having some technical issues. There's always got to be them on the show, don't they? Um, not sure what's going on there. Um, we could have had a CD being eaten, and that could be problematic. Um, no. Rust, people of all genders. Let's try that again. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
Yeah. 